everybody, it's Ian King, King Sports International. On a KSI Huddle here today, we're going to have a chat with Phil Smith, founder of Athletes Direction. And Phil, how are you today? Good, Ian. How are you doing? Excellent. Thanks. So appreciate you working with the technology. You know, I think both of us are probably <laughs> of the vintage that we we really fairly. Um, let's this just is- say we struggle. We struggle with this, but anyway, we do our best. <laughs> Ian, I'd like to let you know I have uh, Leo Paul in with me also. Oh, excellent. How's it going, Leo? Good, Ian. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. So I appreciate you both taking time to come on the call. You know, Mike, a lot of people use their, their podcasts to, to promote themselves and to sell things. I like to use mine to help and to shine the light on those who are helping, and that's why I've got you... With us today, anyone who's been to our website knows that there are a number of charitable organisations that we support, and Assets Direction is actually right up there on the top of the page. And we appreciate so that very much. Yeah, no, I pre- appreciate everything you're doing. So I want to, um, I want to do all we can today to promote and support what you're doing. And I, I love quotes, and I, I love the quote by JFK in his. Uh, inauguration speech, I think it was back in 64 or thereabouts, where he said, ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. And I'm not talking about patriotism here. I'm just talking about the people who live their lives looking to give give rather than the people who live their lives looking to what's in it for me. So you, you, you're both doing a phenomenal job, and we'll dig into the history of that. So thank you. take us take us back, Phil. Where did it all begin? Well, Ian, uh, uh, like a lot of people, when I was a, just a youngster, I... I had a mentor as a coach and the the guy would do whatever he could for any kid that was on his team. Uh, He would buy equipment for him. He would help with the the fees of the sport, whatever sport it was, football, baseball, basketball. And this guy truly had an effect on me throughout my, my youth and into adulthood. Um, Some 30 years later, 40 years later, I had another mentor that I ran into, Mike Pimentel, who is, you know, very well, Ian, who also encouraged me to start this organization to help young people, young athletes to um, that need help with training costs, uh, give scholarships for training costs, equipment, anything that would help that athlete pursue his goal. So we established it, made it a nonprofit organization, established in 2012. So we're six years old. We had, we right now are, we attend to 15 to 20 athletes per year. The ages run from eight-year-old kids who are playing soccer, basketball, all the way through college, college-age athletes who just need help with that extra training, um, in whatever sport they're they're participating in. Um, we have a variety of athletes that have gone through our program that have received scholarships, all different sports, swimming, softball, baseball, martial arts, weightlifting, of course, runners, football, hockey, field hockey, also rehab athletes. Athletes would come to, to Mike's place, uh, Compass Athletics, and they would they would need some rehab and mike was able to help us help them he would um, recommend them to us 
to offer a scholarship for the cost of some of the rehab that the athletes would would uh, would undertake. So eventually, we have a variety of needs that the athletes need. Usually, competition fees, sport participation fees, equipment needs, gloves, whatever it takes, cleats, gloves, and also individual training fees. So that sums up our mission as athletes' direction right now. So there is a massive history in in sport. Where, as you said in the earlier meta, where the sports coaches have really reached out and helped kids, and I think even LeBron James would probably relate to this story because, from, from my, I understand that his his uh, initial access to organised sport was through a similar act. But it, it's usually it's usually, and I'm not saying um, poorly motivated, but it's usually attached to getting them so they can play for your team per se, which I think LeBron was doing as a kid. Right. You know, we recruited into into their team, and therefore. You know, right. we're going to drive you to training. We're going to give you somewhere to live. Uh, you know, that sort of stuff, which is really good. And we, we, I'm very proud of the history in, in our industry as coaches for that. But right. you're taking it another step further because you're helping kids and they're not playing in your team. No, we don't care what team they play for. <laughs> no, not coaching them either. It's more more of funding, uh, trying to help those kids, Ian, that, that without – some of our financial support otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to even play. We, Phil, I don't think Phil mentioned that we, uh, we, we actually get quite a few requests simply for youth registrations. Families can't support or don't have the money to sign the children up for, uh, for, to play sport. Uh, so uh, again, I have a similar, this was kind of basically Phil and Mike's, uh, brain trust and I had the opportunity to jump on uh, because I have a similar background as, as Phil and uh, would talk for hours about youth sports and what what it has to offer young children with Mike. Uh, Phil and I have coached together off and on for over 20 years um, when our children aren't even playing in the sport. Uh, so that th there's a lot of motivation to help help the children or, or allow sport to help these children, I guess you could say. Uh, and there's two sorts of help I'm seeing in sport. There's the help, and I really appreciate where the, the coaches are volunteers. Um, for example, you know, I've got a, a, a set of twins of similar age to ourselves where probably the kids left the, the local pony club 20 years ago and they're still every year going back and giving back. So you've got that that volunteer of time, but you don't often see people driving. It's it's less common to see what you're doing, which is fundraising essentially and channeling that back to, to where it's needed at, at the kids' sport level. Exactly. And and that is from this one coach as it, as in my youth, who did that, and I and I saw a need for that as I got older. So looking I, looking back, sorry, uh, Leah. I I similarly had the same thing. I in in my past, I I just recall what my youth, the effect my youth coaches had on me, and without a lot of that support and those examples they set, I, I may and encouraging me to stay, you know, to play sports. I may not be the person I am today without that. And uh, 
that was a lot of the conversation Phil and I have had together and spent hours talking to Mike together as well. And, um, and it's my hope that more former athletes, more more people, and we all played sport of some kind as a kid or played in some way. I'm hoping that more and more people can come to that realization. And for those that don't have the time or don't feel like they have the, the skill set to contribute, right, making a contribution to what you're doing would be an incredible way for people to give back to recognize what sport has done for them. Yeah, and that's what we're, we were kind of hoping for, Ian, is that there's a lot of people out there, parents that just don't have the time or don't, like you said, don't have the confidence that they can contribute um, skill-wise um, or knowledge-wise. Well, there's, there's a huge effort, there's a huge need financially for a lot of these kids out there that whose families just can't afford even registration, never mind equipment. And uh, and we we're hoping that we can uh, contribute to that through this organization. Uh, and I, I hear that word the registration fee so often. I, I'm involved with a number of um, charitable activities, and, and one of them is where we encourage former elite athletes in a particular sport to, to come back and, and give of their time and give of their passion for the sport to to, to young kids um, right. you know, in, the, in the in the 12 to 17 year age group. And we do about 10 days of that a year alone, and. The, the the funding that we're attracting from that, which is all all, uh, there's no charge that we don't pay the we don't pay the former athletes, and and, and, and so no one's getting paid. There's no, and the, and the uh, the kids and their families aren't paying us for that service, but the, the, we are attracting a, a small amount of funding from from donations uh, and and other low level sponsorships, so to speak. But the the, the, the I hear that term come up so often. Uh, the, the, yeah. the founder or the initiator of that or one of the keeps saying, you know, perhaps we could pay their registration fees. So, I mean, registration fees are obviously a massive reality in sport today. Yes. Uh, one example is we have a swimming team and their registration fees are $1,500 per child. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we do, so we, the coaches will reach out to the athlete to let them know that there is an organization that can help offset some of that cost. Um, so we've been very fortunate that the coaches do a lot of the vetting um, so that they don't throw it out to every person on the team. They, the coaches see, they know the, the parents who are struggling and they'll, they'll give them an application. And so it's, it's worked out pretty well. We don't feel like we've ever been taken advantage of because the, the coaches are sort of like the vetting uh, filter. Yeah, it really helps us narrow. It helps us be uh, have the confidence that we're we're not just giving it away. We're 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 funneling it where it's actually needed, um, and it helps us narrow down our uh, our filtering to determine whether or not kids really need it, or, or which kids really need it. And and what are some of that criteria that you look at? What are what are some of the things to give to give a donor confidence that you that you are identifying well, the need? On the application fee, it, it the athlete has to write an, a a short essay as to what his his goals are, his or her goals, um, what amount or what they're looking for do are they looking for equipment are they looking for competitive registration fees like we had kid that went to to the national judo tournament in florida 
He just was looking for traveling expenses to get him to Florida. Um, his coaches at that time were paying for his competition fees to get him in the tournament. He was so good. He was looking for assistance to get to Florida. Um, so the, when these in the application process, the athlete, we're looking for motivated athletes who are, are motivated enough. They'll make, they'll fill out an essay and let us know exactly their needs. And we, we also make sure that, uh, academics is important to them. We don't want them to just, it's not just about the sport or the child playing a sport. It's trying to determine if the child's a well-rounded contributor, um, willing to make, make a, uh, make the effort, not just in one area, but multiple areas of their lives. And that's, it's, it's good that you got that balance because I, I saw this, this rising in, in the seventies and eighties where in, in America where pro sport was becoming a business and kids got bumped out of pro sport, didn't have anything in some cases to go to from there and their life slid pretty fast. So, Right, yeah. um, and I know it's, it's a battle in the college systems for that reason. There's a lot of motivation just to, you know, get the kids through the, the college system so that they can play for the college versus uh, getting education. So I'm not surprised that you've got that balance. Um, and but I also see that argument being used in, in, in schools often, saying that you know we can't we can't focus on we can't do basically we can't do sport well because we think that'll take up too much time. We need to prioritise academics. I think you can do them both well, but that's a different story, of course. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so registration fees aren't about to go away because a big part of that is insurance, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, liability today right. is just outrageous. So they have to cover the coaches and all the cost, and it, the registration fee it's not going to go down. Yeah. So I guess when we go back to when we were kids, the the the, the obstacles are still in our way of sport participation of change. Like I. I I certainly didn't come from a, a wealthy family, but I, I, I don't recall any struggle participating in sport. Um, I suspect the fees were either non-existent or very minimal and things have changed. Exactly. Yeah. No, I never remember someone not being able to play because of registration fees. That wasn't a burden. Yeah, I, I don't recall that either. Nowadays, like Phil said, it, it, it especially even town programs, they, Liability fees are so expensive uh, through the town that, that that's where a lot of it goes. And, and a lot of it goes to equipment, depending on the sport, go, can go towards equipment um, and maintaining uh, other fees for the program as well. And you, and you have a lot of sport, well, you know, that every athlete buys his own equipment. Yeah. Uh, the only one that doesn't here is a is probably uh, football and maybe hockey, but hockey they need sticks and they have their own sticks. And every other field look, uh, field um, field hockey they buy their own equipment. Lacrosse they all buy their own equipment. Softball, baseball. So, yeah, the, the days where they used to show up with a bag of gloves and everybody picked a glove and just played. That now everybody has to have their own glove. Yeah, and, I remember. I remember what you're talking about there, where the, it was a community kit bag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've probably got to develop some pretty good stories over time uh, in terms of the impact you've had. You've been running long enough probably to pick up a few. Anyone you want to share with us? 
Well, one of the most impressive ones is we had a we had a person contact us, and her sister uh, had two two girls who wanted to do uh, uh, swimming, and um, her sister had just had a heart transplant, and she was unable. She had lost her job because she had a the heart ailment, and she was writing for scholarship money for the two girls, her nieces. And uh, that kind of, the, the essay that, because the girls were young, the the aunt or the aunt wrote the essay. And it was amazing that um, to help someone like that, she, she was reaching out for her sister. And uh, that was, it, it really, it really gets to you. And one of the nicest things that, is after you give these scholarships, I would say 75% of the kids will write you a thank you note. And, oh. the, and the parents are good about the kid is writing, not just the parent. Um, and I was on a, I was out one day at a, at a grocery store and this woman come up to me and says, are you Phil Smith? I said, yeah. And she says, you gave my, my child a scholarship through Athletes Direction. And I just wanted to thank you personally. So you get these, you get this feedback from people and it's yeah. just, the appreciation is just unbelievable. And, it, and it's difficult too, Ian, because we're trying to keep the people that we're helping, uh, trying to keep them anonymous because it, it, anyone needing financial aid is not proud of it. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I agree so with that. It's tough to get uh, to get recognized to some extent because people associate may may associate athletes' direction with uh, some type of poverty level. And uh, I, I've had a couple experience my experiences myself uh, bumping into people within the town and and telling me, "Boy, what you guys do." Uh, what you Phil and Billy do is really, really great with athletes' direction. I know a couple of kids that uh, that you've helped. It, it's not expected, but it, it's a nice. It's nice to feel. It's nice to hear that you, you, what you're trying to do is actually working. That's the payday, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's really that really is, especially knowing what sport has given you. Like we said. Uh, Growing up as a youth, we, we may not be the people we are today um, if we didn't have, if, if we weren't involved in sport. And it's, it's you know, years, I recall as being, when I was a kid, you could 6.30, 7.30 in the morning on a Saturday morning, the next street over, you'd have 15 kids playing pickup street hockey. Mm. Um, we don't see that anymore. Mm. You don't, you don't find that much. And, and. It's, it's always organized, some type of organized sport through the town or the school. And uh, that's like, like we said, that's that's it's not free. And, uh, and, and if they're not playing sport, they might not be playing at all. Yeah, you. right. And if I could, I'd like to read one thank you card that I got. Absolutely. Uh, dear, dear Athletes Direction, thank you for the scholarship. It helped a lot. My team has been doing very well this season season i play for new england strikers field hockey club team and we just went to delaware 
It was so much fun, and there was a lot of college coaches watching. It was a great opportunity, but I could not have done it without this scholarship. Thank you again, Lucy. Wow. I mean, you get you get that. It gives it gives you chills, and you you they yeah, we're doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I understand you said the the challenge is that you know it, it is a discreet gift. Um, so you're a bit of a conundrum between promotion and, and, and flying under the radar, but yeah, right. Phenomenal service. I've got uh, one of my coaches on the line here that you, you haven't met, Ron White's um, uh, resident of Indonesia, but uh -huh. he has a European accent. So we're going to get Ron. Uh, Ron's got a comment or a question for you. Great. Nice to meet you, Ron. So Ron's just got to come off mute. That's it. Hit your mute button, Ron. Yeah, you had it there for a second, Ron. Technology. Yeah, ah, Ron, we heard you. Yeah, good. Are you hear my funny accent? <laughs> well, ours must be funny to you. <laughs> yeah, but we'll we'll get we'll get some translation along along the lines. I'm sure. Outstanding. <laughs> Yeah, it's great to hear what you guys are doing. Um, and where where actually are you based in the states? Uh, we're in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Okay, so so do you um, like sponsor kids in any other areas of the states, or is it just in that area? Well, we're getting to be a little bit more known, getting out there in the world, and we would love to get scholar give uh, applications. From from wherever, it, yeah, uh, we would love to expand. Yeah, and and do you have a, like a, a a site where someone can sort of contribute to, like yes. sponsorship as such? Exactly. Um, we have an, a website, www.athletesdirection.org. Org. Yeah. Yeah. Is and, that is that in, is that in your uh, page, Ian? It is, and if you go to kingsports.net and you go to the About Us page, yeah. you'll see a link there that says, it's in the drop-down of the horizontal menu at the top, you'll see Giving Back as a page. So it's in the About yeah. Us page, Giving Back. Yeah, because I, I have a few, uh, few friends in America um, who are obviously um, in the yeah. college uh, work uh, working at colleges and there's a few people in oil and gas and that and uh, they they've got kids of their own and they would like to I'm sure they would like to give back in some way because um, yeah. that's the that's the nature of them and that's part of the application too Ron is uh, we we want to is uh, from teachers and coaches as well so that we you know if we because the filter system, we don't want to just be giving out money and, and who knows who we're giving it to. We, we, we uh, try to try to use the best sources we can, which would be coaches and, and uh, teachers um, of those children to get to get a to get an idea who the who the child is or the athlete is um, from the best sources we can. So we appreciate Ron being on the call. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. Ryan, Ron, thank you very much. And if yes. we don't even, if you had a 
someone that you were coaching uh, right. where you are and you went online, you can get an, you can get the application online and you sent the application in and that person needed some assistance. We'd be happy to help that child also. So it's not just America. If, if we can, right. if we can figure out how to, the currency and all that works, I would. Yeah. Okay. We just want okay, to get them. We just want to get them playing. Yeah, exactly. As we all do. Right. Ron, thanks for your input. No problem. Thank you. Yeah, we certainly appreciate that, Ron. It's great to have you so actively involved um, with our company, and especially in something like this, which is. I know if I, I said we're going to talk about how to get bigger biceps, we'd be inundated. Um, but uh, we're talking about giving back and. The number's thin, but that's not the point. The point is recognizing those who are doing it, and also Ron for bringing attention to the the channel for doing so. Um, I'm sure Phil and Leo would be very appreciative of any contact from anyone wanting to sure. contribute on network in any way. Absolutely. Okay, and just one one other thing. Some of the some of the teams that have players, participants that we've scholarshiped, sometimes that team will have a, a uh, fundraiser and they'll donate money back to Athletes Direction. Wow. So it could it could be a swimmer, it could be a runner or whatever. They'll, they might hold a, an event and a fundraiser is, um, they're nice enough to to donate money towards Athletes Direction on that, with that fundraiser. Yeah, good on them. It's, it's great. To, it's a great quality when you see that in a human being. You know that's going to serve them well for yeah. the rest of their life. You, you can't teach a gratitude, can you? No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and we've been very lucky. We've had some individuals uh, who were very generous and give donations. Right. Well, the more the more your name gets out there, the more generosity that basically you're going to want because there's a lot of a uh, lot of need and 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 I understand that in America and in some countries there's always that you know that partisan discussion about handouts and yeah. you know, socialism and I, you know, we don't we don't need to go there. There's enough um, <laughs> right. enough bit of discussion in America on that subject alone, but. Um, you know, the reality is, you know, the risk get richer, the poor get poorer, and, and the kids pay the price. Right. Yeah. We've been fortunate, like Phil said, to have some, some uh, close close friends um, that we've participated with that were that have made some pretty good contributions that we've been able to uh, maintain a, a, yeah. a good foundation. Well, excellent because if if the more say case I coach to get involved, the more the network grows, uh, right. and you know, we're talking about a global network. So you, hopefully, um, you know, if that's within your scope, and as in, I haven't tested your charter, but th that's always a possibility. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be great. So as a result of our chat today, I'm hoping that. Uh, Support will grow from our our direction. As I said, we got a we got a permanent presence on our website, but calls like this will, and a placement of this on our on our huddle list as a permanent artifact. More yeah, contribute and, and on another side note, uh, Ian, if if people are concerned about anonymity as well, um, it's it's really just the three of us. 
Billy Hafferty, uh, Phil, and myself that that um, yeah, we we get the application in, we right. we meet and we read the application and we decide good, bad, and and uh, and we make a decision as a, with the three of us. It's not a big board. It's not all right. kinds of a lot of. It's not a big politics thing. And it's, it's uh, does this kid need help? Yes, no. And uh, the coaches will call references, the three of us, and uh, and make a just make a make a decision without too many people and anybody else being involved, other than the references the athlete may have used, and the three of us. And there's a, always a big question when people are dealing with charity organisations as to what percentage of my donation goes to the the end user and what percentage goes to administration. So I know you'll have a real clear answer on that one. Yes, yeah, hundred percent goes to the athlete. <laughs> we get yes. the thank, we get the thank you cards, and that's that's pay enough. And and we get to we get to uh, we get it kind of gives us something to get together for when and when life is uh, keeping us busy we. We, this is our priority to get together sometimes. And it's always good to hear charity organizations operate on 100% back. I know it's not, it's tough because someone's got to do the admin and you're obviously providing that labor or, or getting help and, that, and that's, that is fantastic. And it's just a beautiful stamp to see 100% going back. We're very fortunate Phil's retired now, so he, he, gets, to do, <laughs> he gets to do a lot of it or most of it. All right, 90%. <laughs> well, you'll be doing it for a long time, Phil, because I know you and you, you know, I don't know how you got to retire. Right. As in saying in Australia, you're as fit as a Mallee bull. That's an old Australian saying. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> well, thank you. Like, what the hell are you doing in retirement? But anyway, I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> the average person would have earned it. You, 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 you're going to serve for many years to come. <laughs> Good. I hope so. Well, we right. know that. We know that, Phil. Sometimes we all wish we were as young, young as Phil. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. You're, you're absolute inspiration. Um, and, and while we're on the subject of, of charity and without wanting to take the spotlight too much away from what you're doing, let's just talk very briefly and open the, open the, open the doors and the discussion for future about our friend Mike Pimentel's charity organisation. Can you give us some insights uh, and the listeners some insights into that? Um, the way Mike was involved with Athletes Direction? Well, no, Mike's, Mike's also set up something uh, to, to, to give back as well. Oh, Mike's scholarship fund. Yes. 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 So Mike, Mike and Ron have set up a scholarship fund for scholarships to be given to a student athlete at the high school, the, the local high school in town, Sandwich High School. Um, so people have been very, very generous and donating in Mike's name, and they will be handing out scholarships in Mike's name in the uh, years to come, because I understand it's going very well. So that's a contribution by our, our late friend, Mike Pimentel, who passed away a few months ago. He was actively involved in Athletes Direction. Uh, in fact, he, you could say he was an inspiration for you. You, you were, um, I'm sorry, Ian, I think we misunderstood you. Um, you 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 wanted to know how uh, how Mike was contributing with athletes no, direction. No, no, I wanted to know what Mike's. I wanted to. We know Mike's contribution. He he was insp he was inspirational and instrumental in 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 what you're doing yeah. with athletes direction. But I just you, wanted to draw attention to and give give the give a basically a 
some promotional space to to Mike's personal charity activity, which yeah, is through okay. his exactly okay. through his legacy and the scholarship to a high school athlete. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I I believe that it'll be given out as a, as the senior class is going on to college. It's that type of scholarship for them to further their education. Right. Wow. So we've had the pleasure of speaking with two two great men in sport. Uh, I've had the uh, had the opportunity to spend some time with them in person uh, over many years and. Uh, their commitment to sport has been great. But they've taken that another step further with their commitment to helping kids outside of their reach, even uh, kids that you, you're probably never going to coach. And and that's that's a rare act. Uh, we've also heard from about Mike and Mike's involvement in athletes' direction as well as Mike's posthumous legacy. So I want to thank um, Leo and and Phil. Um, to taking their time. I know Phil, you know, now he's a retired gentleman. Uh, as Leo has indicated time he's on his side, so to speak. But. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. and quite honestly, uh, I'm not too far myself, Ian, and uh, and it would be, uh, I, I really enjoy working with, with Phil on, on this project here. Um, well, I know you're out there keeping the streets safe, and so you're taking your time out from your. You're going to use, <laughs> trying to, yeah. Quite, you haven't quite keep, kept uh, joined Leo in retirement, and and now that Leo is now the um, the patriarch of the, the the tastiest popcorn shop in <laughs> in America. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> International. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely, really, impressed. really impressed with what you're doing there. What's the name of the shop again, Phil? Smith's Smith Family Popcorn Smith in Hyannis, Massachusetts, and we ship all over the world. Yeah. Phenomenal <laughs> popcorn. I can, I can, terrific. Say that from firsthand. We've had the the pleasure of being in your shop and uh, seeing your family work and and the and the you. product you're producing. It's first class and thank uh, you. It, it's a great, it's a great um, little keepsake above the taste of the popcorn. It's pretty special when you you know put the family legacy into it like that. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And and it really is, Ian. I can tell you firsthand. Um, I I know Phil and his whole family. Uh, it's a very warm place to visit. In that respect, um, it's truly a, a very tight knit family that and and they all have input into the popcorn and and. Uh, how it uh, how it progresses and, and actually how it developed as well. It's quite it's actually a very interesting story. And you're also providing employment for local kids, part-time jobs for kids, which is yes. so valuable in their journey to the workforce. Yes, we are. Ian, one thing that both of my sons came up with at the popcorn shop, and I'm very proud of this, they donate 5% of all profit to local charities. So when you go you when you go to the popcorn shop, you buy the popcorn, they ask you what charity you want to send the five percent. It's nothing extra to the customer. They take five percent off the top of their profits and send it to char local charities. Which as a father and mother we're, we're very proud that they would think to do that. 
Yeah, you you triggered my memory. I did note that, and that's pretty rare in business because um, a publicly listed company might do it because they feel they feel the 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 need to use social trends. But I know you did it um, because you wanted to. Your kids wanted to. That's really impressive. Thank you. Appreciate that. So I want to wrap with a. A call out to Ron also and others that were on the call with us and, uh, you know, Leo and Phil, it's, it's, you're, you're rare, uh, you're incredible people and you're doing an incredible job and I hope over the years that this artifact alone, this audio will, will, will inspire people to touch base and, and contribute in some way, get involved, network, contribute, donate to Athletes Direction and let, let's take this thing uh, as global as we can. Well, I, and we really appreciate your support, Ian. It goes a long way. Believe it. Uh, Ian, thanks for taking the time tonight. Yeah. Or this morning. In your time, it's this morning, right? What, the, the, what little sleep I've had lately, it doesn't really matter what. <laughs> <laughs> it all blends together. It, it all blends. And when you work in so many different time zones, it's, um, yep. you know. It's just well, really, every day above ground is a great day. You know what I'm saying, Leon? Exactly. You got that right. Well, we really appreciate you taking the Very time and, and helping us out with this. Very much. Least I could do, and you know what we can do from a distance, and uh, it, it's, it's so rare and so worthwhile that we'll just continue to do it. So you know, keep doing what you're doing, and, and looking forward to, to contributing to your growth. And again, thanks for your time, and Leo. Hopefully, the popcorn hasn't burnt. And um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Phil, hopefully the popcorn hasn't burned, and, and Leo, you know, will um, you, you know, until you retire and and join Phil in as a man of leisure. <laughs> Appreciate you your go. time. <laughs> yeah. Ian, say hi to Teresa for us. Likewise. Yeah, and saying back to your families, um, all the kids, and uh, the wives, and just let them know that they're not forgotten, and we're doing our best to support you in every endeavor. Thank you, sir. I really, really appreciate, appreciate the help. You. Good talking to you. Look forward to talking again. Yes, soon. We'll get an update in the time to come. Thanks, Ian. Appreciate everybody. We'll chat. Yes, sir.